0: hi everyone welcome to another episode of explore and engage with Anam today I'm going to be discussing some of the issues that I personally have identified when using social media primarily Facebook but these apply to other sites such as Twitter and Instagram as well Some can call these my pet peeves, things that I see but do not like, things that I believe do not serve any useful purpose, and in fact in some cases, help spread misinformation. Before I begin, I want to make it very clear that this is a general list of things that I have compiled based on my personal experience and it does not necessarily point to any one person or group in particular. Many people around the world use social media in some way shape or form. We are increasingly connected to other people around the world. Not only are we connected to our friends and family on social media but also our colleagues and business associates And uh, people even make new friends online through mutual connections. As I said, we are growing our connections via social media. As such, I think it is in everyone's best interest to keep social media sites clutter-free, for the lack of a better word. Keep social media running efficiently and keep the garbage out. Social media can either help serve very useful purposes or it could be the magnet that sucks all our energy out from our everyday lives. There are many platforms such as Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and there's more. I remember back when I first started understanding social media, there used to be a site called High Five. Um, Many of my friends were on that site making accounts and connecting with each other and then Myspace gained a lot of popularity but obviously has fallen behind in the social media race. I haven't heard anyone mention Myspace in a very long time. Facebook and Twitter are really the social media giants that you hear about now. Major celebrities, politicians, and many around the world use these sites. Maybe in the future there will be more competition, but who knows, these things are, are always evolving. More than simply connecting with friends and family and staying in touch, social media has grown to be a major source of everyday information for a lot of people. You wake up in the morning and open Facebook and you'll probably see news updates. You open Twitter, same thing. This is true if you follow or have hit the like button on Facebook pages of your local or national newspapers or TV news channels such as Fox or NBC or your favorite news personalities. If you follow them, then whatever information they are posting will show up on your newsfeed, more than likely. On Twitter, you would have to follow those same media personalities or follow someone who actively shares news updates, etc. That's how a lot of people get their news. When people who you are friends with or people who you follow on social media share news updates, as I said, it'll likely pop up on your newsfeed. Your friends may share links from Fox or CNN or other local channels or news publications or even online news sites. Given that we live in a highly politically charged society right now, it is more than likely that you will see news updates on social media unless you take certain steps to change some settings or block some posts. I am am not a Facebook or Twitter algorithm expert, so... I'm not gonna go into details about things that I do not have all information on. I will simply speak from my own experience and from the experience of people I know who have spoken to me about these issues. In short, many people rely on social media to get updates on things that are going on in the world. I think it is a very efficient way to know, in real time, what is going on in the world or in your own city. In the last few weeks, there were protests in many cities across the country. In the city of Madison, state of Wisconsin, where I live, there were riots and protests downtown. And several reporters were streaming the events live on Facebook. So all I had to do is go on Facebook and watch the live stream, right from the phone. Also, because I follow pages of news channels in Madison, I can get notifications on Facebook whenever there's an incident going on. For example, there's been an accident on Beltline Highway and all the lanes are blocked. I can get that update in real time which would really save me time and energy by allowing me to choose a different route if I plan to travel. So these are all the good stuff and there's much more. I cannot possibly go through all the instances in this episode. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Number 1, it's free. Number 2, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Number 3, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast and many more. Number 4, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And finally, it's everything you need to make a podcast, all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. It is a n c h o r.fm. Now, let's talk about some issues that I see with social media. I think we cannot be simply consumers of whatever is posted on social media. We have to be informed and intelligent consumers. There is a joke that if you have read something on the internet, it must be true. (laughs) Well, you get it. There's so much misinformation on social media, it is unbelievable. That's why, when I was in college, professors always said that Wikipedia is not an authentic site for information. If you are writing a scholarly paper, do not cite Wikipedia. In the case of Facebook or Twitter, the warning must be equally strong. Let me explain. People in your contact list may share links from other websites. Someone may share a link from Wall Street Journal or Los Angeles Times or the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Before you click on the link, you can actually see what website the link is from. And that's how, even before you click, you can see whether or not it is an established, reliable source of information. In the case of a reputed newspaper or TV news channel, yes, it is authentic. I'm not going to go into the debate of whether or not a particular journalist or TV channel can be trusted. Those discussions are taking place all the time with people blaming TV networks or um, a a particular newspaper depending on their political affiliation. I am speaking in general terms today, so I will keep that debate out of today's episode. I am not going to talk about journalistic standards. That could be a discussion for a later date, maybe. What I am saying is when you see what website the shared link on a social media site pertains to, you can get a pretty good idea whether or not the information is coming from an established source. But if you see that the link to a news story posted on Facebook is actually coming from a personal blog, then you have to be careful. There are many well-known scholars who have blogs, reporters and political commentators or medical professionals who have their own websites on which they share information pertaining to their fields of expertise. But then there are individuals who are sharing information on topics that they have no academic or professional training or credibility on. Let's say a professor who is the chairman of the Department of Economics at a reputed American university may have a personal website that gets tens of thousands of visitors a week, where he or she is commenting on whether or not the Federal Reserve should raise the interest rate. Compare that to a person who has no academic training in economics or finance, a person who does not have a career in the field of economics or finance, a person who is remaining anonymous and hiding behind a pseudonym and is operating a website solely for the purposes of generating clicks. Would you trust that person's commentary on the same topic of whether or not The Federal Reserve should raise interest rate. Somebody who you do not know, there is no way to verify that person's identity or that person's academic or professional accomplishments. Somebody who's commenting on such an important issue of whether or not the Federal Reserve should raise interest rate given all the other economic indicators and things that are taking place. I do not think so. Therefore, when we share a link to a website or social media, we must be very alert and pay attention to what we are sharing. Similarly, before you click on a website, you should be very cautious. If you see a link that looks like a blog, make sure you know if it is a credible source of information before you click on it. And check it two or three times before you share it with someone else if you share something that is not genuine information that is completely garbage that would affect your credibility and reputation also anyone can open a blog I have a blog as well I am NOT against blogs but I am against the spread of misinformation, and I feel sad when I see people widely sharing links to so-called breaking news updates that are not at all genuine, that are completely false. Also, it is important to differentiate between what is personal commentary and objective news. And even within personal commentary, it is essential to know the background of the person writing the commentary. Next, the timing of an article or a publication is essential. Do not post a breaking news update from two years ago. That news was breaking two years ago, not today. I see this happening way too often. And unfortunately, I see a lot of intelligent people falling in this trap. If you see a news article, the first thing you should do is check out the date. Is it a news update from an hour ago or two days ago or five years ago? Check to make sure you know when this article was first published and whether or not it has been updated since then. I can actually share a real-life example of this. Not too long ago, I saw a Facebook contact post a news story with the title House Passes Bill to Let Gun Owners to Carry Concealed Weapons Across State Lines. I saw this in 2019. This was shared by a Facebook contact in 2019. As soon as I saw this, I was very surprised. I checked to see if this is from an authentic site, and yes, it was the Washington Post, a major newspaper in the country. But here's the problem. The news is from December of 2017. It is from the 115th Congress, during which Paul Ryan was the Speaker and the House of Representatives had a Republican majority. It is not a surprise that a Republican majority in the House would pass concealed carry reciprocity legislation. However, when someone is sharing this news in 2019, it helps spread misinformation. Because in 2019, Nancy Pelosi was the speaker. She still is and the House is under a Democrat majority. A Democrat majority is not likely to approve a concealed carry reciprocity bill. So grabbing a link to a news update from December 2017 and posting it in 2019 contributes to the spread of misinformation. Anyone who would not check the date would assume That the current democrat controlled house in the 116th congress has somehow approved a concealed carry reciprocity bill and that is absolutely wrong information anyone who knows about politics of the present day would realize that republicans in general push for gun rights while democrats in general push for gun control I think we have to be responsible regarding what we share on social media. If we share something like this, it has to be presented with additional information in the post that makes it clear that this news story is old so that people do not confuse it with current affairs. Of course, you can post something that is old but it has to be presented in a proper way. As social media users and consumers of information, we must pay attention to the sources of information and the relevant publication dates. The final point I will discuss today is the issue of oversharing. There are days when we need to share more than what we usually do eventful days may compel us to share updates and links throughout the day several times recently there were lots of riots and protests and many people were sharing important real-time updates on facebook and twitter many eyewitnesses live streamed events and posted numerous updates on social media sites Certain situations may justify lots of posts within a short span of time and people may find those very helpful. However, there are individuals who always share things excessively. They may share photos from third-party pages, share links, jokes, memes, etc. Perhaps In excess of 15 or 20 of them in a span of few hours. Maybe once in a while this is okay. I mean, people have complete freedom to do what they want on their social media account as long as the actions are lawful. And if somebody else doesn't like it, they can restrict certain posts or set controls on what appears and what does not appear on their newsfeed. However, I think that if someone is constantly posting and sharing stuff dozens of times in a day and repeatedly day after day, that is not a healthy way to use social media. Each individual post, among a dozen or more, fails to get any attention because it is continuously getting pushed further back as more and more posts are presented every hour. This entire practice does not serve any useful purpose and in fact may annoy other people on social media. There are people who still do this and I would discourage people from continuing to post things in such fashion. Do not post things dozens of times in a in a given day unless there's something really pressing going on in the world something that requires that compels you to post updates to share with people there's a lot more that i can talk about but this is where i will end for today I just hope that everyone will take some steps to make information exchanges on social media more productive and free from irrelevant things. Social media can be extremely powerful in raising awareness, engaging in discussions, alerting people about things, and so much more. But social media users can also due to carelessness or lack of knowledge create confusion, and spread misinformation. I hope you have all enjoyed listening. If you have thoughts that you would like to share, please visit my website www.tasifanam.net Send me a message or leave a comment. I will be back soon, hopefully with a new episode thank you once again for listening